0: Welcome back to Strong Brew with Trish and Tyler. We are not everyone's cup of tea. And guess what? We're fine with that. Today, we're going to talk about Guess Mother's Day. It's right around the corner. It's coming up on Sunday, May 9th. And we are just super excited to discuss what we're noticing about Mother's Day and all of the gift giving and the types of gifts that we could be giving. So, we're going to kind of touch on that a little bit today about thinking outside the box a little bit, getting a little more creative for mom. And I'm not talking about popsicle sticks and crafts and little paper mache hearts. Although as a mom, I have to say we do appreciate that very, very much. But we're talking about just getting a little more digging deep, a little more soulful, a little more connection, realizing that women do a lot and moms do a ton. And if you're a single mom, you're doing even more. So we're just out there trying to highlight ways and options that you can be giving gifts that matter and are meaningful, but also noticing a little bit about our culture and just some of the ways that we are hyper focused on certain types of gifts when it comes to holidays like this.
1: Well, first, I would also like to start out, then there's people that don't have moms and things like that. So there's different ways of celebrating, or maybe you have like an aunt or a grandma that raised you or whatever it might be. Um, I think a lot of times, and I know I, I have friends and family members that lost their mom, and it's a very difficult time because it's just another remembrance that they're not there. It's a time of celebration and remembering them. Um, I think in a lot of ways for those types of people, it's it's hard to see, you know, the posts and things like that and the commercials. But I think there are ways, like I grew up with a single mom and like, I would say that for like father's days, like I don't really connect with that. But at the same time, it makes me recognize all the people that, that helped raise me, whether they were women or not women. And I'm so grateful for those people. So I just want to start off with that as well, just to make it more inclusive. And if you're watching or listening and saying like, well, I don't have that. It's like, I, I do have compassion for you and I understand in a different way. Um, But the reason why this even topic was brought up was that I went shopping on Sunday and, you know, I'm flying home next week and I was trying to look for maybe a little something for my mom for Mother's Day. And I realized that all the gifts were like nine to wine or like drink up moms or like mom juice. And like my mom doesn't drink really at all. And we have like alcoholism in our family and there's just different roots from it. But I I noticed that there's this culture, like if I'm on Instagram, it's always like a mom in the closet, like chugging like rosé or whatever. And I'm not saying you can't drink or let your hair down. But there is this toxic culture that's showing people that with stress, you are drinking. And that's not really two things that you should kind of um, relate. And that's something that I wanted to touch upon because as I'm going through like my own personal journey, even though I'm not a mom, I'm just reflecting on ways that I can better myself and maybe cut out the toxicness of that. And when I used to drink a lot and most of my twenties, I was, you know, going out at least three, four times a week. So I can talk on that sense, but not as a mother, of course.
0: But I think another thing that's interesting about that, when you said all the mom juice and the different, um, types of gifts that relate to alcohol, I think too, Just touching on the subject, the fact that Mental Health Awareness Month is May also, moms need a break. Let me just tell you from personal experience over here, we need that time to ourselves. Just me doing this podcast right now is my little break every week. It's like I get to come over to Trisha's house and we get to record in silence. I don't have anyone running around asking me for something, needing something from me. Not that I don't love my role as a mother, or I love being there for my children. It's that we do need a mental break. We need to to do things for ourselves that fill up our cups. And that's part of what this is. But by putting alcohol out there and all these things that like go drown yourself in alcohol and like go drink a bunch because you need this break quote unquote, I'm using air quotes. You can't see me, but that's what I'm doing. It's like kind of saying that alcohol is the salt is the solution to your break. Instead of saying like, Hey, you know what, honey, we want you to go out and have a A great day, like go for a hike with your friends or go do something by yourself or go take a minute, go write in your journal, go for a walk, go sit in silence. Maybe you want to drive around the block in your car a couple of times. I don't know. You know, something that has to do with your own mental health. And I really want to touch on that because as moms, we don't often get to be alone or have time to ourselves or even get time to think about what we want and what matters to us. So this is a perfect time to do that. What better way to celebrate Mother's Day during May and Mental Health Awareness Month than by taking your break and doing a little self-care.
1: Mommy Even Mom, me time. You know, Brooklyn did not like that for her spa that I was like, why don't we do that? She's like, absolutely not. I was like, okay. So that's not part of the spa of Brooklyn. But anyways, I think that that's something that's really important is as we go about, you know, mental health. And I have sisters that now have children and I know how difficult it is. I think you have a different lens as you get older too. And the things that I'm struggling with by myself A part of me, sometimes I'm not going to lie. I think, thank God I don't have fucking children because it's like, I have to worry about myself and that's bad enough. And I can't imagine a single mom or someone who's struggling with children or whatever the situation might be. And that's, that's really hard. And it's like, I have more compassion. I think my sisters, you know, I I can talk for my family at least. It's like sometimes you bicker with your mom or when you're a teenager, you're like, you know, woman versus woman. It's like you're butting heads. And now that my sisters are mothers, I think they see things differently. And they have a different relationship with my mom than when they were like 14. And I'm not saying they didn't always, you know, fight. But they, they had different times in their lives that they definitely didn't see eye to eye. And now that they're mothers, I think they realize like, oh, shit, that's a lot of fucking work. And that's something to recognize. It's like we we give we give our moms a hard time sometimes and we don't realize what they sacrifice and we don't realize that they're human beings. Last year during the pandemic, literally that changed my perspective on a lot of things and a lot of situations that I might or might not talk about on the podcast. I have to sit back and say, My mom and my dad are both human beings and they fucked up sometimes, but they're human and they did their best or what they thought was their best. And that that really changed my outlook on my Experiences in life.
0: Yeah, because we are all doing our best. We've talked about this a ton of times, and you gave me that great gift. I mean, talking about gift guides, we're kind of on this kick. Like, what could you give somebody that would be super valuable that maybe isn't related to alcohol because you don't know their situation? like you were saying about your mom, you don't know if someone drinks or doesn't Doesn't drink or if they really even care or not about something like that. I know, and I'm not saying this even for myself, I do drink and I don't drink a ton, but I absolutely drink. And I think that, um, but I also don't expect to get every gift be related to alcohol. And so I think it's awesome. Like a gift that Trish recently gave me not too long ago was really awesome. It was for Christmas, Mm -hmm. but I really, really appreciated it. I'm actually now gifting it to a group of my mom friends because I think it's like a pay it forward, pass it along. Cause it was such an amazing gift was this gift called like mommy. What is it? Like my story. Like, my, here's my mom story, story. mom's story. Yeah. And it, ha- it was like a journal that had prompts in it that basically gave you ideas about how to tell your story and write things down that you might not even remember. I had to ask my own mom for mm-hmm. some of it just to get ideas like what did what happened during that time? I can't even remember that age, what was going on then? And it's just an awesome thing that you can keep and then give your children and say like, "Hey, this is something that about me that you might not have known. These were my hopes and dreams when I was that age. This is what I was going through." And there's something that you can connect with them on. And I feel like that's A really cool thing or share one of it. If you have something that you're writing down, you're like, Hey, I forgot about that and share it with your kids. Those are, I'm not saying that's the only thing, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm definitely down to have a massage and a spa day. Let's be real. But I think that it's just really nice to have this time to reflect and to really get some time to dig in and think about what did I have growing up or what do Mm -hmm. I want for my kids? Or how do I, how can I just have that alone time to have to myself to really think about those things?
1: I was inspired by that book to get it for people. So I got it for my cousins who lost their mom to cancer. I got it for my mom as well for Christmas. And the reason I did is because I was reflecting back this was before my grandma passed away in the new year, but on her 90th birthday, so about three or four years ago, we all sat in my backyard. Of course, we were a little buzzed. Um, and we were asking her questions like, where was your first date? And it was an ice cream parlor in Brooklyn. It was just so sweet. But like, we didn't know have a first story just because we never asked. And you would be surprised. A lot of people want to tell their stories. So it's like, even if you want to write it down or just maybe have a time, like I remember my Nana McCormick, we used to have sleepovers at our house and she would let us stay up to like 1030, but she would sit and talk about the days on the farm and how our family owned a farm. And I remember just like she lit up because she loved talking about her upbringing being from like the Midwest to New York. And I'm a New Yorker. I was like, you had cows. Like I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. And she loved just watching us, you know, experience her experience and she'll say like you know they say like oh, I walked a mile to school and like she literally walked a mile unless she lied to me but like she walked a mile to school and I think the best gift you can give is the gift of where you come from we all want to be heard we all want to be seen and we all want to understand like why we are the way we are and then like I hate to tell you this but it's like it's passed down so like Trauma is passed down from generation to generation. And this is the time to maybe, like you could be the generation to, to stop the trauma for your children and you can learn ways to cope and you can learn ways to talk to your children maybe better than the generation before you. And there's no like shade against my grandmothers or my mom or anything like that. It's just the fact that me and my sisters, I know my sister, my older sister is very spiritual and she works a lot with um this type of work um where she is as like a spiritual healer. And I think it's important to note that it's like, you can learn a lot from where people come from and then get a better understanding of why they are who they are. like. One of my grandma who just passed away, she's super tough, but she she'll say, I never had a father growing up. We were really poor. Tomato soup was ketchup and water. That's disgusting, by the way. And she would tell you all these stories and you have to you understand why she became such a tough woman. It's because she had to. She she had to fend for herself a lot of the times. And it's like when you understand where someone comes from, you have a better understanding and you can connect with them on a deeper level.
0: I could not agree more with that statement. And I think that that's, that's really where we're going with this subject is we're talking about mother's day being an opportunity to like go back to your roots or reconnect or connect to your family in a new way and a unique way that doesn't always just involve alcohol and doesn't always just involve a party or celebration where it's like, maybe let's numb something or let's ignore things or let's not talk about things or let's go ahead. and I'm not saying alcohol does that all the time. I mean, we all use alcohol in different ways. And I think Way that sometimes it sometimes. can be celebration. It can be something that is really amazing. I'm not discounting that and saying, oh my gosh, don't use alcohol. It's so bad. All we're saying is that like, think outside the box a little bit, just get creative. And I think that if anything, this whole pandemic and this time we talk about this a lot over and over because it's brought so much up for us. And so it be, it's really relevant to what we want to talk about every time we record is just kind of create come up with something that is new and unique and doesn't always have to be the same old thing that we always traditionally used to do. We don't have to buy into that whole hype of like marketing or society, what it's saying. We can just kind of like do what we feel like doing. And sometimes for me as a mom, I'm just saying my mental health break is like, okay, I just want to go take a minute and walk and maybe i want to take my coffee down to the beach and i want to sit there for five minutes sometimes it's not all day it's not a long time it's just give myself a couple breaths and just sit there and then i walk back and it's just having that minute or 10 minutes or five minutes to myself to hear myself think and to really like dig in and ask some questions that i've been thinking about or doing this podcasting or dialoguing with my friends or having fun going out with a girlfriend or two those are things that i think are super important for especially for women and moms because We give and give and give a lot. And I I really have to say that it's almost frightening how much you give, where sometimes you can lose your identity completely because you're like only focused on someone else or some other people, you know, it could be your husband, your spouse, partner, whatever it is, and your kids. And so you're really not, there is a disconnect. My husband and I just talked about this on a trip we had to LA recently in the car is like talking. We had like actual time to talk in the car with no kids because we took a, a time, some time to ourselves to reconnect. And that was really important for us just to have conversation without being interrupted, just to have a conversation and talk about our real feelings without anyone else around listening or things going on. And we're busy, busy here. Boom, boom. Got to go here. Got to go there. So I'm just encouraging Mother's Day to be like, go ask your mom or your person or whoever your caregiver, whoever is, your mom or acting as your mom could be your grandma. Whoever ask that person what they want and what they want to do, let them advocate for themselves and say, Hey, you know what? I just want to sit in the house all day in my jammies and I want to do nothing.
1: So some mothers like mine is very much like, she'll say, I don't need anything. And if you don't get her anything, she's like, you didn't get me anything. (laughs) I'm like, she's definitely the middle child of her family and it's fine. But I think what's important too, is that Just doing something, it doesn't have to be big. If you're on a budget, I understand we're in a pandemic, whatever it might be, it's like you can literally just write a letter of gratitude. Like, thank you so much for supporting me during this time. Or like, I know I'm 30, I can't make a popsicle stick house anymore with like my handprint, but it's still just the idea of doing something personal. And in college, this is funny. I mean i probably should admit this but me and my friends for our boyfriends at the time we used to do coupon books for other things but maybe you could switch it up and do like you said a massage day or like leave mom alone for five minutes and then you give it your kids make it like construction paper and then you get you get it and it's your ticket and you say okay mom wants five minutes They're like oh okay and they'll run off but it's just little things like that like you don't think it's a big deal even for me it's like i take I guess I take pride in giving gifts because it's like, I don't want to just buy a gift to buy a gift. There's so many things out there that I can get. But like, even with my friends, sometimes I'll do just because gifts just, and then we're not moms yet, but it's like, I know that they're like, they're like, you know, we're not going on dates as much. This and that, And I'm like, I used to go on Groupon before the pandemic and buy them like a dinner night out in New York City and just send it to them. It's just about like spending quality time with people. And that's the real gift. It doesn't really matter where I brought them to. It could have been like a shithole, but they just enjoyed that. They were like, they had a purpose to get dressed, get out of the house and start talking to each other. I think that's the gift that keeps on giving is connection.
0: Connection is the best. Yes. Um. Yeah. And the other thing we're not mentioning too is just like how moms, I think we did mention how moms do so much, but I feel like, I yeah, feel you're right. The gifts that you, the gifts that you can give and the things that you can do and these experiences, that's kind of what we're seeing too now is like the culture shifting of having experiences. I mean, we're all going to be super grateful and happy to be outside again, as things start to open up in various States and all over the world. Yeah. And we have the ability to kind of move around and shift around and stretch, a little bit, it's just really important to kind of know that like, I really would like to take a trip or I'd like to just relax or I don't really want to do that. Or please give me the five minutes. I mean, that's, that's really awesome. And I think that just thinking about those things and taking a minute to say, yeah. And it, Oh, and that's the other thing I was going to mention. It doesn't have to be just because it's mother's day.
1: It could be a, just. it it can be a just
0: because gift. You can give your mom five minutes any day. And she would probably be so grateful. You don't have to just wait till Mother's Day or some special holiday. I've said this a lot about Christmas. I love that you prompted at me when you talked about giving gifts just because, because we don't have to give a gift because it's, you know, it's Christmas or it's New Year's, it's your birthday. You don't have to wait a whole nother year comes around to get something or to be gift giving and coming up with it, then scramble and try to run on Amazon and put everything in your cart all at once or go in the Black Friday sale. You know, you don't need to be in that mode. We, we can get things all along throughout the year and be like, thank you. I appreciate you. And you know, here's like a Starbucks card. I know you love coffee. I mean, stuff like that is super, super important. And it means a lot to people. I've done it a lot in my life. I know Trish, you love doing that. I'm the same way. If I'm out in a store, I'm out and about, and I see something that reminds me of somebody, I'm like, I'm going to get that for them and then give it to them. I don't ever worry about like, oh, it's her birthday coming up next month. I'm going to wait. I
1: think it's just, yeah, I think. Just being seen is, is really important. And that's something like I'm going to be going home next week. So I'll celebrate my mom in maybe a new way. It's like, I've been gone for three years and our relationship has shifted, has changed. But like, I think regardless of if you have a mother, like we're saying you have, there's so many dynamics of, of what that is. Um, And it's just important to have conversations with them, get to know them on a deeper level. It's like, you're not the same when you were 14. And I think that's my biggest takeaway right now. It's like, you will see a different thing and maybe they'll be more open and willing to tell you things because you have the um emotional ability or the maturity to handle the things they're going to tell you and say you know when you're little it was really hard because your dad wasn't there whatever it might be i'm giving that as an example or maybe it was really hard i had to take care of my mother when i lost my job whatever the situation is and then you can have an understanding and, and you have more you're going to have more alike than you're not going to have alike. And even though, like, we butt heads and moms are great, but you fight with them sometimes. You're like, you're like, especially Girl. girls, especially like girls. moms and daughters. Yes, I mean, I never had brothers. So, like, I only know from, like, women to women or girls to girls perspective. And you butt heads. But at the end of the day, it's like, I know my mom loves us unconditionally. Like, she would do anything for me and my siblings it's just about under again. I I try my best now to understand where she comes from and like her her hurt. I remember I called her one time like a year ago, crying. I was like, and I talk about this all the time. So clearly, I'm not healed. But I'm like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And then I'm like, when you were like 28 or 29, you had Eileen, you were married, and I'm like going in this like fantasy world. And she goes can you take a breath, Patricia? I was like, <gasps> and I take my breath. And she's like, where, where was I at 35? I was like, divorce. She goes, exactly. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Like I can't, I couldn't even see that negativeness of her life because I just saw like she was educated. She was super smart. She had a job at NYU and like she was doing well in that department. And she raised us to be career driven women and independent. So I think that's, that's why I, I am hard on myself at times. But I think it's just knowing where they're coming from. And understanding them, like you, you probably feel that with your mother, and then like even with your girls, you're trying to. Because I'm not a mom, so I'm I'm bringing this on you. But it's like you're trying to unlearn patterns that maybe you didn't like growing up, but then at the same time, like you want to keep some of that tradition alive because it's like who you are. I don't know how to say it. No, you got to
0: take. It's like keeping the good and and putting out the rest. Like take what you want from it. Pick what you want out. And then get rid of the rest. Yeah, it's It's totally à la carte. It's like "Mm,
1: I kind of want that. (laughs) Vacations here did not like that vacation. (laughs) Remember never to bring a goldfish in the car. That's a real story, but
0: another. That's a real goldfish. I thought you had a goldfish goldfish crackers. No, we had a goldfish,
1: and then it 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 was a mom. It had babies in the car, and my mom was like, "Oh shit!" Like we're on the way up to Pennsylvania. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other (laughs)
0: podcast. We'll save the goldfish story for another podcast about like what not to do on a family vacation. But I, I I do agree with you. I think that there's definitely, you go through cycles and periods and evolutions like we do in life in general, and you butt heads with your mom and you have like this time where you're just battling because you're growing and you're learning and you're becoming independent or you're getting a voice or you're figuring things out and you're angsty, you know, there's, and it's okay to be feisty and angsty. I think, especially for women, we go through these shifts, right? We're like, okay, I want this. Now I want this. Okay. Maybe I need to calm down and wait on this and, and making those decisions and not all I have to also say this too, because we're talking about Mother's Day, not all women want to be moms or are moms. Some women can't be moms. like They don't have that ability to be moms. And so there's such a wide variety of situations and scenarios. As we always say on this podcast, we're speaking from our own experiences or we're sharing things that are stories from our life so that we can hope that maybe someone out there can connect or resonate with it. We're not saying that this is the only way, or this is the only thing. And I think we always say that during every podcast when we're talking about subjects like that, because we absolutely recognize that motherhood looks different across the board. So we're not saying it's just one way or the other.
1: But even women that don't want children and I could be one of them. I don't know. I'm, I'm on that gray line. Like I have no idea if I'm going to, or not. I think in our feminine being, we have a motherly touch and maybe we need a mother ourselves at times. So it's like you might not have an offspring, but you're going to find times in your life that you're mothering yourself or you're mothering like peers or you're a mentor, whatever you want to call it. You still give off this nurturing energy. So regardless of your stance on having children or not having children, like we support you in either way or if you can't have children, we do commend you because it's a very tough thing to do. All our lives, they tell you to go on birth control and do this and do that. You'll get pregnant in a second. And then when you want kids, you're like, you're telling me it's that hard. Like my whole life I was stressing and like, you know, when, when you're starting to be like, whatever, having sex and you're like, I'm going to get pregnant. And then you're like 32 and you're like, so I can't. That's great to know. Like it's, it's just crazy. And motherhood is, has so many layers to it and it's beautiful and it's tiring and it's exhausting and all the things, it's just many emotions. And I'm not a mom yet, and I commend all the women that are and all the women that are trying to be and all the women that didn't maybe have mothers or lost mothers. It's like you're trying to navigate this life without, those, without that, and that's hard, and you're trying to cope with that. So I commend you for whatever path you're on and know that there's so many women supporting you regardless.
0: So many women that are behind you. That's so true. And I think that, you know, that's just what we wanted to talk about. It was on our hearts and minds to talk about that. And that's how we roll with this podcast. We just come up with things based on what's happening currently in our lives, what might be happening currently in our communities or the world. And we're just bringing up issues and topics that are really relevant so that when you're listening to this, you're saying, oh, yeah, I totally get that. Or maybe not, not so much. Again, not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. All good. But, Being a mom, I will say, yeah, with Mother's Day coming up around the corner, I haven't even had time to think about it, but I will give my husband props because he did make plans and figure things out. He did ask me what I wanted. He was very cognizant of you know, what would you like to do? What would matter to you kind of thing? Or what would be important to you versus just coming up with something that generic. Mm -hmm. And I really, really do appreciate that and love that because I need more of that in my life. People kind of asking me. So when we're out there saying this, I'm sharing it with you because go out and ask people. It's the same thing of connection. Ask people who they are, where they come from, what they want. And so as in motherhood and anything else in life, just ask.
1: Yeah, ask and you'll see The amazing stories that will come out of it.
0: I think we are kind of wrapping it up. We can't, mm-hmm. that's really all we had to say. We, yeah. Sometimes it goes long. Sometimes it doesn't. It's short and sweet. So I'm, I'm getting the feeling like we should wrap it up here yeah. and just say, Happy Mother's Happy Day.
1: Mother's Day. Remember to just connect. That's, that's the biggest takeaway. We always have little homework assignments or things like that. Just connect with the women in your lives, regardless of their blood or not connect with them on a spiritual and I don't know, a profound level. And you can learn a lot about yourself in the, in the process of it.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Everybody until next week, we love you. We are here for you. We see you and we are again, a strong brew. Please follow us on Instagram and check in with us, DM us, send us information about you. Would love to have people guest on the podcast if anyone's interested in just chatting with Trish and I we and having bite. a fun time. <laughs> we don't bite. We have loud barks, but we don't bite. And um we would love to have you and connect with you. So check us out on a strong brew and we know we're not everyone's cup of tea. And again, we're fine with that. We're fine with that.